This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Dirt and Sprague on Football Friday on 1080 The Fan. The autumn wind is a pirate. Blustering in from sea. With a rollicking song, he sweeps along. Swaggering boisterously. This is a Football Friday edition of Dirt and Sprague. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the ALNA Sportsbook. Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome into the second hour of the Hot Corner edition of Dirt and Sprague. Joe Fisher, Patrick Harris with you with swag on the ones and twos. He's the only OG holding it down. The other boys are lazy. Fact remains that Joe and I had to come in and clean this mess up. Uh, but hopefully we've left it in a better place than when we found it. Uh, if you're missing the first hour, you can download that, the Les Schwab Tires podcast, that com and the Odyssey app. Odyssey app. Joe was listening to Shaggy yesterday on the Odyssey app. Nah, unfortunately not on the Odyssey, Odyssey <laughs> app. If you know, it wasn't me. It was if it was Maybe the viable choice. Um, yeah, I actually ended up listening to a good chunk of that Shaggy album yesterday. You should have. You had to. It was your duty. There were actually a few songs on there that were radio hits and radio singles, like "It Wasn't Me," as Jason Swigard just mentioned. And then uh, there was a couple that I listened to. Let's just say. I should not have had that album at the age I had. <laughs> Dude, I'm pretty sure 90% of the music we listened to in the 90s we should not have had <laughs> at, 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 at our, all, at dude. I'm like, yeah. I'm like seven, you know, going through elementary school, <laughs> like whistling regulator in elementary school. Like we probably shouldn't, like an eight-year-old should not know what the term mount up means. <laughs> Mom, Dad, I just got this new Blink-182 album, Enema of the State. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me? What did you say? Yeah, that was um uh, like the first couple songs that came on that Shaggy album. I was listening and had the lyrics up because, mm-hmm. you know, that's, again, as I mentioned yesterday, I don't think you can just understand Shaggy on your first go. No, no, no. It takes it takes a little work. But yeah, I had the lyrics up and I was like, oh, yeah, eight-year-old Joe definitely should not have had this album. Without a doubt. I saw, <laughs> I keep seeing this on Reddit. Somebody, somebody keeps posting this like screenshot of a tweet and it's, it's like, God, living in the 90s must be terrible with no internet. Just stuck in the house all day. And somebody responds with, there was literally a commercial on Friday nights. It's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your kids are? We were not stuck in the house. (laughs) (laughs) And God knows what we were doing at that time. Drinking from the water hose. (laughs) Playing tag out in the cul-de-sac. Rubbing our hands in dirt. Yeah, man. 
90s 90s kids baby 90s kids baby i love being a 90s kid dude i'm loving it right now i'm watching old wwf attitude era reruns oh it's yeah dude 90s kids yeah it's dude fantastic. 90s kids man it's all grown up i was out of college see that sounds like a, to- a terrible time to be grown up because i think so too 90s being a kid was great everything's miserable right now oh, so man. it's great to be Late an adult 70s early 80s no oh, that's it was, true it was awesome i'd say being an adult right now is probably best because you're miserable as an adult and everything right now is miserable so it's just you know it works whereas yeah. in the 90s that was your kind of last bastion of hope that there could be something good in this world that was true that was before we realized that the boomers had totally screwed us all <laughs> so being <laughs> totally a 90s screwed kid, us all i mean it was awesome nickelodeon it was, i mean it was fantastic whereas oh, yeah. the adults are stressing about nothing and now look what we got to deal with in yeah. 2022 plus i also think i mean late 70s early 80s would be rad because of uh it like you got rad. you got some cool music in that time we had we had the widest array but see we got we were like real strong into the hip-hop rap game in the 90s though. well 80s is when it first sort of started sure but it really came it to fruition from kind of you know michael jackson and that and sort like of thing. disco into uh well you had new edition mm-hmm. and then you had your bobby brown and your yep. uh this is setting up for another sprague age joke and i'm i said i won't do it so i'm not gonna <laughs> and also i'm trying to keep this conversation going as long as possible to avoid talking about uh last night's what did i game. tell you just win the damn game <laughs> well they, uh, they didn't they, play as clean as you would have hoped yeah i mean that is all a, you asked i asked you yesterday the damn game i asked you yesterday what do you want you were like i just want a clean game Dak Prescott had three turnovers. I know. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, Dak's the issue right now. Now uh, they sat Pollard out. He was dinged up. Right, right. That was evident that you were missing him and having that so, option as a playmaker. So, but the defense, uh, other than that, uh, not being able to tackle the receiver there at the end of the first half, that was an insane play. Oh, where he was kind of tiptoeing around the oh, side. That was unbelievable. <laughs> I, I remember because I, I, I watched a decent amount of that that first half and kind of was in and out in the second half. As yeah, I, I just saw highlights after I got home. Trying but. to close my eyes. Tennessee was a fickle little bee last night. Oh, that's I how mean, they play. That's it, how Vrabel gets them to play. Yeah, but but not consistently. Like the last couple weeks, sometimes they just look awful. Oh, and I think that but yesterday, I don't know if it's prime time. I don't know if it's Cowboys. Well, I or think it's what. a lot of young guys had an opportunity to prove themselves I, and, I, I and thought, earn thought, spots on rosters and contracts. And they're, I thought Dobbs was pretty decent last oh, night. Yeah. Well, when you have Malik Willis playing the last few weeks, what Josh is Dobbs true. is. Was, I can't. Malik Willis and, has got to be sitting on the sideline going, really? This guy, he's been here for eight days. With the Titans, too, they dropped a lot of passes. And to go back on just the defense and that team as far as Titans go, I'm guilty of it, and I think a lot of people would be guilty of it, is you forget that that is a professional NFL team across the line of scrimmage. And then you you start watching the game, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. That guy went to this college, was the best player there. He went to that. Yeah, Josh Dobbs, quarterback of Tennessee. You know, there's some guy flying around on Tennessee's defense, linebacker, that I had no idea who he was, but he was making all the tackles, and I was just like, what the hell's going on? And then I remember, oh, yeah, he's an NFL player. Now, yeah. the first pick was not Dak's fault. That no, was the receiver. was not, yeah. yeah. The I second agree. one, the one he threw at the end of the first half, yes. I have no idea what the hell he was looking at because you had two dudes over there, and his threw tight end was not open. behind and bared, yeah. His he, tight end was nowhere being open. No, it was definitely a frustrating night last night. I was telling Patrick this morning before the show that I wanted to play NBA 2K. I wanted this game to be 35-0, 
very quickly yeah. so I can use my big old TV to play video games. And I could not do that. I had to divert the game to my iPad to watch the game so I could also play video games just to make sure that nothing yeah. went awry in this game. I think well, the I, defense held up most of most of the night. But Tennessee was able to keep, you know, Micah Parsons quiet. They're able to move the look, NFL teams are gonna move the ball for the yeah. most part. Most NFL like I said, teams you roll it out and you throw for hundred yards. Move it between the twenties. It's when you get inside the twenty five that separates the, the great teams from from just an NFL team. But what I think you did see though, from that inexperience of the Titans last night, was uh, a lot of penalties. They had some pass interference calls that mm-hmm. set them mm-hmm. up. I saw some of those, yeah. yeah. Set the Cowboys up. There was a lot of uh again, the drops. There was a lot of it. A lot of things that inexperienced players do in the NFL, but again, with that fire, with guys trying to put some tape on, getting that chance, sitting a lot of starters, the Titans are, that was a chance for them to kind of show out, but the inevitable somewhat happened. And the second half was much cleaner for the Cowboys, but man, it's just, whenever I start to believe in the Cowboys, they do stuff like this. And five weeks ago, you could have asked me about the Cowboys. I was on on a high, Super Bowl contenders, better than the Eagles, best team in the NFC. Definitely need to, like, they need to make it this year, at least to the conference championship with how they're playing. These last five weeks with the sample that you gave against the AFC South, they literally played all four teams, the AFC South, this last month and a half, and then the Eagles. Last night was a not a clean game for you. You got the win, but it was sloppy. It was not how that should have gone. The game against the Texans, should have lost that. Should have lost that game. And that team sucks. Yeah. That um, team sucks more than James Harden. The team plays with a lot of heart. A lot yes. of heart. There's a reason they Dennis only Mills. have one win. We believe it. We're going to win the division. Uh, the Jaguars, you blew that game. Lost it in overtime. Deserve it. I mean, you can't bl- blow it. No, they, they, they blew, blew it. it. Yes. They, they had a chance at the end to win that. And then the game against the Colts, they were that was close for the first three quarters, and then they blew it open in the fourth. So those four games, and again the Eagles, yeah, you got the win, you looked good in that, you put up forty something points, but the Eagles also put up thirty four with Gardner Minshew. Guess what? You ain't playing him in the playoffs if you meet them. You're playing Jalen Hurts, who might win the MVP, and he's really really good, and he brings that running capability. That's a different team that you're gonna play. So really, this last month for the Cowboys, as now has me on the side of. I don't believe that they are a Super Bowl contender. Do you think they, after last night's performance, which kind of seems like this might be where the Cowboys are, talented, obviously, but maybe not putting their foot on people they should put their foot on? Exactly. Yeah. And I think, One win in the playoffs? No wins in the playoffs? Two well, wins in the playoffs? You would like to see better momentum going into the playoffs, right? Agreed. They they are winning games, but you would like to see them. I expect Philly to win this weekend, so they will be a wild card team. You would like to see them start cooking a little bit more and putting their foot on the gas. As we said, Swag and I last night, like you know, you should beat this team, so go out and do it and do it early. Put it together four quarters of beat your ass football yeah. against the Titans. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't do and it. They didn't do it. Like I guarantee, whoever they had in the post game up on the podium talking to him. There was a lot of questions like, how do you guys feel about this? And, uh, you know, it wasn't a jovial, hell yeah, we came in here and we showed them what's up. Well, what's the quote from Mike McCarthy? A win is a win. (laughs) 
Again, like at the end of the day, you, you, you take it, right? What is this, John Madden? Not only is that a first down, that's a whole new set of four downs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, 12-4 and four looks really, really good. Getting that 12th win, that is a good-looking record right there. The potential for 13-4, and four, I mean... That'd be great. Looks fantastic, but, but you I, need a little momentum going into the going into the playoffs. Clean it up, figure it out. And if I were McCarthy, I would make these boys run the next two weeks, <laughs> or the next week, like next week. Down and back for, for no, I, I mean in games. Like, do, <laughs> do not half-ass next week's game. I'm I'm thinking a coach like next oh, like practice. running sprints. Yeah. No, we're no, going no. 10, 20, 30 and back. No, because again, I think the Eagles are going to win this weekend, and so they'll wrap up the division. So Dallas will be a wild card. I think it would be a terrible idea for Dallas to rest a bunch of dudes in the last week of the season. I think they need it. I think they need to play another four quarters of meaningful football to carry that momentum in. I know you don't want Zeke and Micah and Dak to get hurt and things like that, but like, you know, maybe not put Pollard out there if he's still hurt. Like that's fine. But I think you gotta you gotta play. Last thing is that if they do get that top wild card spot, their likely team is going to be Tampa Bay. Remember what uh, we uh, had. Uh, uh, our betting expert Ken Barkley on yesterday saying about mm-hmm. Tampa Bay, they step on rakes all the time. One yeah. of the worst coach teams. Honestly, I'm Cowboy- taking Tom. Cowboy- <laughs> <laughs> Cowboys lost him in Week One, but with the sample size we've seen from both teams, I don't feel as bad about Cowboys going to Tampa Bay. No, they're both completely around. different teams right now. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. We'll keep an eye on on Cowboys as as always. I'm sure the boys will when they get back. And when we come back, we got a Monday Night Football matchup, boys. That I am. Really excited about. I'm going to hit some Rose Bowl action, and uh, I'm going to watch this Monday Night Football game, and I am absolutely jacked about that. So I want to get to that next. This is Dirt and Sprague Hot Corner Edition on 1080. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 720 Portland Sports Leader, don't you forget it. We are live from the shadows of the historic Fremont Bridge. Joe Fisher, Patrick Harris in with you on this free day. Is it historic? How long has it been around for? Um, I don't know. Long enough for the uh, many cities to be popping up under it. <laughs> right. Higher, 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 it ain't higher, no St. John's. Higher, 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 higher. It ain't no, nothing is St. John's. I think at one point, the largest suspension bridge on the West Coast before the Golden Gate. Designed by the same guy. There you go. St. John's Bridge is by far the most beautiful bridge in this town. Yeah, I wish it wasn't so far away. It'd be cool to look at more often. Yeah, see more often. I used to live in St. John's, so it was like, and I worked in Lake Oswego. So I crossed that bridge all the time. I miss that. I miss that bridge. I like that bridge a lot. It's real, it's real pretty. St. John's is cool. I like the Fremont. Fremont's my favorite. My favorite though. Really? Just because of the, the, the sheer arch, magnitude, the, how the high height. it is, yeah. how you can see like right into downtown and on the bluff there and up the uh, Willamette River mm-hmm. and the flags on top. Yeah. I What's like funny for the same reasons. Uh, that's why I hate the Markham Bridge. <laughs> Markham Bridge. I hate. I feel like I'm gonna die every time I'm on exactly. it. Exactly. I don't. I I'm didn't... so glad we don't work on the Willamette anymore. Dude, I, yeah, the Markham Bridge is no fun. I hate that bridge, especially when you got Voldemort <laughs> doing you know 95 on it. That is seriously. Yeah, right. With a oh Syracuse yep. uh, oh. license plate oh, cover. Syracuse. Yep, what 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 has he got? What, what's his car? The Montero. It's a Montero. No, Milano. It's the, yeah, yeah. yeah just <laughs> some crazy mofo listening to death metal with Syracuse plates, about to drive you off the Markham Bridge. Yeah, I don't care. Oh, but it's pretty. There's the city. I don't care how long you've lived in this city and uh, drove on that bridge. Every time you're on there, you every time you're gonna die. Every time, upper deck, lower deck. I don't care. I don't care. You think you're going to die. What I do care about is Monday Night Football this week. Monday Night gives us an amazing matchup. Buffalo at Cincinnati. I'm really glad it's this week and not next week because there's still a little bit to play for for both teams, so we're not going to see a bunch of rested. Smart on ESPN to, like, book that at the end of the year and be like, hey, let's not chance it on a, like, Tampa Bay something, New Orleans game at the end of the year. Right. Let's, ma- let's just give let's, me the big boy. Let's make sure we. Uh, I I think it's their last game of the year. Oh, there's no Monday night in week in week eighteen. Yeah, I don't think they. No, do everybody yet. plays on Sunday yeah. on the final weekend, and then what they'll do is they'll flex the they'll the find Sunday the night. one game that is a standalone, like it doesn't anything that the outcomes matter based on other games. They'll get done. Your, in the they'll first put part those of the all day. in the no. same time slot. Um, so you'll see you'll see weird comp you'll see teams playing at different times that they wouldn't normally, but they want all the games where the outcomes matter figure into determining whatever playoff spots are left open or seeds. Yeah, they'll go in the same windows, and then if there's like a single game where the winner gets like the last wild card spot or, or the, the winner division. wins the division and the yeah. loser is out, they'll flex that to right. the Sunday night game. Yeah, I think game. we were talking the other day what we we kind of initially think that I might think be it's going to be the Jags. Actually, I think it's going to be Jag the Jags Titans. and Titans yeah. because Ooh, winner Trevor Lawrence winner gets goes. the AFC title, loser's out. Yep. Ooh. That's what I would do. Ooh. To uh, a possible eight and eight and seven and nineteen. I know I was going to remember. Like, wasn't didn't that game a couple years ago be Cowboys Eagles for the yeah. under five hundred division yes. champ? Yep, exactly. Who yep. won that game? 
Uh, so you wanted to talk about what again? <laughs> I actually didn't know the answer to that question, but now I do. Uh, I do want to get into this uh, Buffalo-Cincinnati game. I mean, the last time these two teams played each other, uh, Cincinnati won. No, excuse me. Buffalo lost to Kansas City, and Cincinnati beat Kansas City to go to the Super Bowl. This, There's just something about this game that we asked Ken Barkley yesterday. I was like, how do you bet this game? And he was talking to me about weather. And I was like, all right, dude, if you're talking to me about weather, that means you're not betting this game. There is so much talent just on the offense of this of, of these two teams that it's like it's like an octopus of excitement. There's just eight eight dudes on between two teams that I want to watch. Between Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen, Joe Cool, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It just keeps going. That this could be really fun. However, it's actually probably gonna be a really boring game with defense trying to ball out as best as possible, right? I mean, this is a playoff test. You clearly want to win this game. However, you can't... I I feel like these two teams might not show everything. Is that just me? Am I crazy on this? I'll divert to Swigart on that because I feel like... I mean, Bills, Bengals, this all has playoff seeding implications. I don't think this is an opportunity to hold anything back, right? Like... Nothing no. is locked up at this point. Just Rex Bills. Grossman, F it, I'm going deep. Yeah, there's like you got again, we're talking I about think teams number are one gonna be, here. I, I don't think you're gonna see anything get wild and crazy, but they're definitely it's unless you're significant you're really injured, uh it's all hands on deck because they I mean Kansas City's staring at a win. So in order to keep pace, Buffalo's in the number one seed right now. They've got that tiebreaker, but Cincinnati wins, and now all of a sudden they're in position uh, to possibly be the one seed. So, no, this is a one seed and a buy and home field advantage. It's all on the line for this. Yeah, it's uh, – and looking at it, just to give my prediction on it, I, I think the Bengals – Cincinnati's are... also only a game ahead of Baltimore. Yeah, so, I mean, they want to make sure they lock up the division if it's not already locked up. I don't think it is. Uh, And then, again, you're fighting for a number one seed. And also, Cincinnati's situation is a bit different this year than it was last year, whereas as they were kind of having this end-of-the-year run, I was like, oh, there's Cincinnati. That's a cute little football team. They're pretty good. Whereas right now, it's like you went to the Super Bowl last year. You're an 11-win team this year. You're expected to be one of the best teams in the AFC this is a defining moment for Joe Burrow and the Bengals because uh, Josh Allen and the Bills have what won the AFC East the last five, six years, ever since Brady left, so actually maybe three or four years. But Joe Burrow to take that next step as far as being in that class with the Josh Allens, with the Patrick Mahomes. Can't give me a Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, and he hasn't. I mean, let's be real. They lost the first two games of the year, Mike. Yeah, they, yeah, they struggled. Everybody was like, uh-oh, here they we go again. Two here we go again. A, a graphic showed up the other day on Twitter. It literally said, that Super Bowl, Super Bowl hangover is real. And I was like, Jesus, who is the Twitter handle person for this company that tweeted <laughs> that? Like, two games in the season? Man. But Cincinnati, like... They're playing better right now. I personally think. I think Joe Burrow is playing infinitely better than Josh Allen. He is, infinitely better. He Josh Allen. The last. I, mean, I agree with you. I, I think Joe Burrow's been playing better than Josh lately. But Josh Allen the last few weeks has not played as well as he can. I know. Plain he, and simple. He's not. It, he's not completing as many passes. It, 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 that offense has not looked 
as great as it has in the last like two years. And I and think, I, I mentioned sorry, I no, mentioned a couple weeks ago to someone that Stephon Diggs the last few weeks they've been struggling to get him the ball as much. If you look at his season stats, he has like 13, 1400 yards receiving. A lot of that came in the first half of the season, mm-hmm. and I mean a lot of it did. So the Bills right now are in an interesting spot. They can't run the ball mm-hmm. unless they have Josh Allen running it, right? I think, again, this is a moment for the Bengals to hop on the Bills and a moment when they are not playing as well as they are or as they should be. And, again, you get a tiebreaker at that point over them. Yeah, I don't know as far as the how the whole tiebreakers break down, like, oh, but if you have a better conference record, you get the one seat or whatever. But if it comes down to head-to-head matchups, you want to beat the team that yeah you want to have <laughs> no, I, you want to have that tiebreaker definitely <laughs> in your sure. pocket. I I agree with you. I think I think Josh's biggest issue. We'll get out on this is why like why he seems like a struggle so much. It's because he's trying too hard. Is in my opinion, he's got that classic look of like this is our window, this is our chance. I'm the preseason MVP pick. We're the Super Bowl champion pick. Like this is our year. We have to do this. If we don't do it this year, we're never gonna do it. And so I'm gonna, I'll be damned. I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna do it. And it's like, meanwhile, Mahomes and Mahomes and Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow are just like, oh man, I'm just playing football. Like yeah. just breathe, just let it come to you and let it go. I hear you. So it'll be it'll be interesting. I'll still take Buffalo to win this game. I do think Buffalo has the more talented roster. I like their coaching staff a little more. But that's what I'm going to be watching. I'm going to see if jo- if Josh can be relaxed. Give me a great game because you know Joe Cool is going to be cold as ice, baby. All right, when we come back. There is the college football playoff. It's time to finally digest some of that. Two games, two games coming up for us in the potential of a back to back champion for the first time in a little while. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I had to tell the landlady I done lost my job She said that don't confront me As long as I get my money 7.34 Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour We'll spray the line at 8.30 So get your fake sponsors in 503-250-1080 Swag's got to keep up with the Joneses there On spraying the line But uh, have the boys text you in anything? They I got everybody's picks Everybody's in Alright, nice So yeah No, I had a 2-0 in one week Unfortunately, uh, KT went two and one, so I did not make up uh, ground. But I'm get the ground creeping closer and closer back to 500. It was now, an awful start to the season. I will say that on. Uh, and you're welcome for the uh, under in the Holiday Bowl. <laughs> Thank you very Whatever. much. That was that was the field's fault. I think the referees had the under as well. 
But uh, I will say thank you to Oregon and uh, Camden Lewis's uh, bank shot extra point because on Football Sunday, the last Football Sunday show that Rashad and I did, my last pick to go 3-0 was an Oregon win, and they pulled it off. <laughs> so let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. Well, <clears throat> the college football playoff is finally here. Yeah, I know why they tomorrow. do it, but it absolutely <laughs> drives me crazy how long we wait for these awesome teams to play are we the <clears throat> are we the a-holes for not talking about any of the college football playoff like at all this week where I, I, mean? <laughs> I don't know i think i think college football playoff right now there's nothing to talk about outside of the game themselves because it's all gonna change like it's all finally going to where we want it to go yeah. so like what's the point of like previewing that i mean i like that dirt you know i listen to the show enough i like that dirt always says if the playoff were expanded these this are the teams would that be. would be and yeah. i do like that because that's kind of that hypothetical is fun but out, this year and next year probably outside of the game there's just not a whole lot to talk about when it comes to the play you think it's just a matter of like eh, this is like <clears throat> all the formality until we get to the real thing in a couple no, of years I'm ago curi- i'm more curious <clears throat> to see if tcu can move the ball against michigan yeah um because they can't they can't fall behind by multiple scores the way they have quite a bit down the stretch and then rally at the end. If Michigan gets up on you two scores, they're just going to grind you into a pulp. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, as far as I have no faith that Ohio State can keep Georgia from doing whatever they want. Uh, Ohio State shouldn't even be in this game. So, well, you, you had to put a number four team in there. Somewhere. I know. And that's where, that's where you would have loved the expanded playoff because you would have had a team play their way into that spot and say, okay, they beat this team and this team, and rather than by default because everybody choked in the last couple of weeks and they circle back around and, you know, backdoor their way in. Right. I th- I mean I think that's why this that's why we are not the the jerks Joe for not talking about this all week because honestly I I just I don't think these are good games I don't think they're I think good the games TCU at all. Michigan game could be and it's all on TCU I don't I mean I really because Michigan's boring to watch I know I don't love Harbaugh Michigan teams in and fact to a certain I, extent I Georgia can get boring Michigan. to watch. I actively root for Michigan to lose, and but I actively root for Ohio State to lose. I'm I'm born yeah. and raised in the Pac-10. Like we do not root for Big Ten teams. I root for Iowa, but that's that's a personal thing. Um, so they like I don't know if I believe. But let's let's stay in there. Let's 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 stick with Michigan TCU right now. I love the quarterback at TCU. For some reason, there's still no quarterback at Michigan. There's still no quarterback in Michigan, and there probably never will. Well, they let the kid finally, once their running back went down, they finally let, is it McCarthy? Yeah. Uh, they finally let him sling it a little bit, and lo and behold, he could sling it a little bit. And they were actually interesting at that point to sit there and watch if they have dynamic offense. So I don't know. I don't know how much of that Harbaugh. I don't know how much of that is. They were just hesitant, didn't know. Mm-hmm. But when they were forced to and let him go, he rose to the occasion. So are they going to come out and try and do that to TCU and try and spread him out initially and then get a lead and then hit him with the run and grind out the clock? Or are they going to go back to, look, we just want to win this game, put ourselves in a national championship, let's not get wild and crazy and that, make I mean, ourselves that's what vulnerable. I, that's yeah. what I think. But yeah. I think it's going to be like 17-3 to 3 at halftime. 
Yeah, I this this kind of has the feeling of um Alabama Cincinnati last year. Yeah. Me. Like yeah. you're like Cincinnati with the, with this, you know, with this exciting quarterback and like something could really happen. They can hang with them. Yeah. How'd I, that go? I, I think that this has Michigan written all over it. And when you mentioned the playoffs earlier, Patrick, it was like one of the games I think is gonna be a blowout. One of them isn't. And I think it's this Michigan TCU, I don't think it's gonna be close. Michigan is to me clear. In like one and two, Georgia, Michigan, that is tier one, and then tier two is a gap, is a big gap, right? Because TCU is technically in that tier two, but where I will kind of be contradictory on that is that the Georgia Ohio State game, let's be real, Georgia is the number one team in the country, right? But Ohio State is Ohio State, right? Right? They right. get the best players in the country. Right, they right. were a four seed at one point and won a national championship. I understand who Georgia is, and there are games that they have against like Tennessee where Hendon Hooker can't do a damn thing and right. is getting ran into the ground all the time. They have games like the Kent State in Missouri this year, though. Like, what yeah. the hell is that? Missouri really almost got him. I'm, you know, I I'll sit here on Sunday. Uh, next week, I guess, Sports Sunday, because, you know, New Year's Day, probably not going to work that day. <laughs> but I'll, whenever I'm on the air next, I'll sit there and I'll eat the crow if Georgia beats Ohio State by three, four touchdowns. But I just think in a situation like this, in a game like this, Ohio State knows who they are and they need to rise to, to the occasion as well because Georgia's going to. They know they're the number one team. They're going to want to go out and show why they're number one. Ohio State needs to prove why they're even there. Because like you mentioned, why a lot of people feel is that they shouldn't be. So they need to go out and do what they did essentially in that first playoff and prove people wrong. And I think that they're going to keep this a lot closer than people think that it's going to be. And again, next time on on air, if Georgia rolls, I will humbly accept defeat. Joe, I love you to death. I have no idea how you can possibly convince yourself that. I think Ohio State is going to get absolutely boat raced. I do too. I Absolutely think, I think. boat raced. Unless C.J. Stroud decides he wants to be the number one pick in the in the NFL draft, well, which I don't think he's going to do. Going into the season, he was a per, you know projected top five pick. I so. don't see how Ohio State moves the ball in this Georgia defense, and I don't think this Ohio State defense is an all-time defense like they've had in the past. And I think Georgia is just humming too much. What, Georgia what? has seen tough opponents all year. They've been in close games. They've blown out teams that they should blow out, and they've blown out teams they shouldn't blow out. Like, they blew out Tennessee. But again, We're talking, like, the game of the season, the game of the decade, and they just boat raced them. And, hey, those the Kent State-Missouri games, those could be the, hey, let's just show up and just get a W, and then those two teams, they play you way closer than it should have been, yeah. right? But, to me, that shows where... Look at they could have that same mentality against Ohio State. Like, hey, we're supposed to be here. They're not. Let's go show them. Let's go take care of business. And Ohio State's like, no, f that. We're Ohio State. We are just as good. We can be just as good as them. I I think it's a matter of they they know that they have just as much talent as Georgia does in their minds. Mm-hmm. And let's be real, there isn't that big of a talent disparity between Georgia and Ohio State at any point. No, but there might be heavy coaching. I think, Swag, you might agree with me on this. I'm hoping to get four quarters of watching of Michigan TCU, and I'm hoping to get two quarters of watching of Georgia Ohio State. You know what? And we'll do an early spring in the line just to put my money where my mouth is. I will take Ohio State to cover the six and a half in spring in the line. 
Wow. I'll do it. All right. Wow. <laughs> you want to put a sandwich on, on that? More on that later. <laughs> I'll do it. Right? I mean, I if if this game if 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 Georgia Ohio State is close at halftime, I will praise to the heavens. Thank you. Because I don't expect it to well, I think be. that would be more on Georgia being conservative offensively. Agreed. Agreed. So if Ohio State, basically, if they do what most NFL teams have uh, have adjusted to against big-time quarterbacks is we're gonna, just going to play one high deep safety. You're not mm-hmm. beating us over the top. Right. Uh, and they make Georgia – because Georgia – Kirby Smart is more than happy to go on a 15-play, nine-minute drive. Of course. Right. And, you know – Pound the rock in a cloud of dust. Exactly. Sounds pretty good to cover a six and a half if it's a uh, long, slow, low-scoring game. Georgia can score on every drive doing that, and Ohio State can't score on every drive. Yeah, and then it's the third quarter, and C.J. Stroud throws a pick six, and now they're up by 20. Yeah, so maybe it's it's 17-7 at halftime. Ohio, uh, for Georgia, and then it'll end up being 42-17. Yeah, if Georgia's up by two scores at halftime, I don't know if I'm watching the second half of that game. Up two touchdowns at halftime? Yeah. That's not, come on. That's not a blowout at that point. Oh, I think it's just the precursor to the <laughs> blowout. <laughs> I'll I'll watch until the third. Yeah, you know what? Let me tell you this, you know. Georgia really puts people on the ropes, but they're just not a second-half team. It's not. I'm not believing that for a second. Hey, you know this. This is a defining moment for Georgia, right? Like it'll be huge. They, yeah. they have the potential to win back-to-back national champions. And as people's then the narrative starts, are they the next Bama? So this is True. their point. Hey, as much as I want to say Ohio State's got a lot to prove here. Look, Georgia there's a reason ESPN put this game second on New Year's Eve and not first. Yep, agreed. Yep. Well, didn't they do that last time or last year with uh, Alabama's Cincinnati? But we didn't know that, though. <laughs> that I don't was, think they played on New Year's Eve last year. No, they didn't play on New Year's Eve last year. But again, the are you talking about what game they put first? Because they, no, 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 no. This is specific to New Year's Eve because they know on the East Coast, like the second game's going to start at like 5 or 5.30 our time. So it'll be 8, 8.30 in the East Coast. And they so you're saying they're expecting it to be a blowout. They're expecting this to not right. be yeah. So you want the better game earlier. Yes. Yes. So again but because we're trying to go out and get drunk for New Year's yes. Eve. I think the other one they didn't it, it wasn't on New Year's Eve. Oh, so I see what you're saying. The day they, one, the yeah. primetime one didn't matter. Didn't matter. Right. Okay. And I, I actually and you mentioned this about Georgia. I actually think this is a big game for Harbaugh. If Harbaugh gets Michigan into a national championship, this this is a big game for him. A big game for him. Maybe and that game was played on New Year's Eve last year, Alabama Cincinnati. Oh, oh. yeah. Well, poop on me. And I, well, I don't know if Georgia, whoever last. Well, no, year the the was, semifinals but... are played on the same day. They're back to back. It's okay, a double header. Yeah. So, uh, hey, hey, hey. You never know. You never know. You never know. All right. When we come back, there is one. There is some more bowl games on uh, Monday that I'd like to discuss outside of the college football playoff because some have local implications, some have future non-local implications, and they might just be good games. So we'll do all that next. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080. The- all right, it's a Football Friday edition here of Dirt and Sprague. Boys, we'll be back next week. we got Sprague in the line coming up at 8.30. So get your fake sponsors in 503-250-1080. Is today just like a give-up work day out there, you think? I think everybody's mailed it in today. Yes, 
Uh, the only thing is it's it's the last work day of the year, so there's probably some people that have some sort of end-of-year reporting Grind that have to get in at the deadline. In, yeah. so. I know our accounting team at work has been busting all week. So I'm sure that, yeah, the financial Accounts teams, receivables yeah, if you're people. trying to collect yeah. all those monies or whatever the case. So there's the, depending on what your specific role is, there's some people that are probably scrambling today. The team I work on, we're all going for uh, hot sandwiches and beer. At like noon. Nice. Yeah. I, I imagine not returning to the office afterwards. <laughs> or if you're involved in sports, you're scrambling today. So Yeah, that's true. That's well, true. I have I rescheduled a meeting with a uh, potential client today and I, I knew them before I started doing sales, so I'm like I do like them and I like to go visit them. But also when I looked at the schedule today and saw that I rescheduled it for one o'clock, I'm like, Man, I was hoping to be checked out by that point. <laughs> so maybe around two, three o'clock, depending on if we have an end of the day meeting. But again, this office this week has looked it's looked pretty barren. Yeah, I points, know. So, um, but speaking of p- people potentially being checked out, there's two other bowl games that have Pac-12 implications that I want to get into real quick. Uh, the first being uh, the Cotton Bowl on Monday, 10 a.m. What an early kick! Go Green Wave, baby! Tulane and USC. USC two point favorites against the mighty Green Wave. Down in NOLA. Um, Joe, we've been talking about this kind of all week, and we've been waiting to actually put it on the air. And You and I, I think, are at agreement on this. There is absolutely no way USC can lose this game. And I don't mean that from, like, can it happen on the field? I mean it from a USC mentality. There is no way you can lose this game, right? Oh, Hundred percent. You know, I think I said yesterday the whole find your why. Mm-hmm. Coaches will tell you that. Yeah. Find your why. Why you want to be here. It shouldn't be for USC. Like, why do I want to be here? I want to win the Cotton Bowl. It's a prestigious <laughs> bowl game. We want to have that on our record. We want to show that we've came back from where we were in the doldrums last year. Mm-hmm. That's why we want to be here. No, the why should be we don't want to lose to Lane and have that put on our name after. The year we had, yeah. After getting Lincoln Riley, I think Heisman for, Trophy. For yeah, yeah, right. And let's not forget they got a Heisman Trophy quarterback. Big deal there too. Like you cannot lose this game because the optics of oh yeah, remember when you lost? I don't care how good Tulane is. Again, they're number fourteen. They've had a great year. Good for them. And I'm let's happy and let's them. not mistake. All three of us are rooting for Tulane in this game. Correct percent. 100% rooting for Tulane. Probably not. Stop. You're rooting for SC? They're leaving our conference. I know. I just want to see the the Pac-12 get. Because Be the funny part is, is <laughs> the national media is still, they haven't made that jump yet. So they will still, everybody's still associating with the Pac-12. Okay. So you'll, so I so you'll be, take the love. I want to see it set up next season. USC could possibly be ranked number one. It's not out of the realm of possibility. No, it's because not. voters do that. They love doing that. And then I mean, but, Texas will be number two next Oregon, year. Oregon, Oregon <laughs> State, Washington, bringing back a lot of guys loaded, uh, all taking their shots at them. All right, that fair would enough. Be fun. See, why'd you got to bring logic into this, man? That's all I do. Well, you got to bring logic into it. But I mean, seriously though, from an optics standpoint, you're make you're about to make <laughs> That's the move. That's all I do. <laughs> I'm the you're... captain Spock of this operation. <laughs> you're 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 about to make the big move to the Big Ten. You have a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback that everybody is oogling over for the NFL that you get one more year of. You've got Lincoln Riley, the most highly touted coach in college football right now. 
you have to win this game. Yeah, and I, you have to win this game big. Yeah, I was. Gonna I say, don't think you can win it close. Oh, that was an exciting. This can't be. This can't be Ducks football. Okay, you can't have a great bowl game that everyone is. Ducks North Carolina was a great bowl game, really fun, and good for the Ducks for pulling that out. Good on Bo Nix. Good on Dan Lanning. Good on that defense. That's a great bowl win for the Ducks. You cannot do that against Tulane if you're USC. No. Not if you want to get to where you want to get to. Because, see, Oregon can do that and still almost get to where they want to get to. USC cannot. I, again, just to go back to the Tulane factor, again, good for them, number 14. But if you bring up five years down the road, Hey, remember when USC, you were in the Cotton Bowl and you lost to Tulane? They're like, well, yeah, but Tulane was a good t-. No. Yeah, it's... It takes six national championships <laughs> for me to forget that Alabama got smoked by Alex Smith and Utah. <laughs> you know? You know? Oklahoma hasn't won There's... S in a long time, and that's why I remember Boise State I was beating say, them. They're still catching fade for Boise yeah, State. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> so USC, their why, their motivation factor for this game is to not embarrass your program and embarrass yourselves mm-hmm. losing to Tulane. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like I understand it's not the matchup you want, but you didn't take care of business when you needed to. This is the cards you're dealt. Take care of it. Take care of business. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The other game I wanted to talk about is the Rose Bowl, but I'm going to save that for Spreggen Zaline oh, at 830. Rose Bowl is one of the top five sporting events I watch every single year. It is tradition in the Harris household. That's what we do. Born and raised in the Pac-10. You always watch the Rose Bowl. Yes, sir. All right. When we come back, we got a loaded third hour, so don't go anywhere. I am gonna I'm gonna hijack a little bit and talk a little baseball. But we've got a lot more football to get to. The Eagles are on the precipice of being the number one seed, but quarterback situation is a little dicey. Plus, we got spraying in the lag. Don't go anywhere. Dirt and spray, 1080 the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.